Welcome to Peace of Authenticity for the Remnant. We are so excited that you chose to spend your time with us today. A Remnant is a peace that remains. This is a podcast for the Remnant rising in this hour. The Remnant is a group of people who seek Jesus like it's their last hope because he is. In this podcast, we encourage, equip, and champion you to rise up and take a stand for Christ in the world that we live in. everybody hey guys how are you are you good <laughs> you want you how are how, you doing how are you answer us right friends, now <laughs> friends let's talk okay let's let's have some conversation all right I love your what you just like asked them a question that they obviously can't answer because they're not here <laughs> i i like to record this podcast as though someone is here and it's a conversation so okay. how have you been this week? Yeah. So, so so for those of you guys that have not been here before, we are clowns. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. So, yeah. But if you've been rocking with us for a while, you already know that. But this is for the new people. So it's okay. Aubrey, male, this guy. Man. Man. Jordan. Jordan lady. Lady. <laughs> You're so formal. Lady. Female. Lady. Okay, so, and the reason why we say that is because of this. In the last week, Jordan and I have both sent emails for like our jobs and everything like that, and the people that we were emailing got us confused, and I received an email that said, thank you so much for your email, Miss Anderson, or, yeah, and I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a boy, I'm a, I'm a man, and then Jordan got one just the other day that was like, oh, Mr. Anderson. Thank you so much, sir. That was very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Welcome. So it's it's gonna be clear that the names are reversible. Boom. But man. Yeah, and you know I'll answer to Aubrey. I don't care. Yeah, we're wasting a lot of time on this segment right here. But it's that's important. Okay. It's important that you understand. No, I feel it's okay. important. So all jokes to the side. On the side, if it comes on top, I send it back. On your side. <laughs> so um, okay, so we just got through learning how to read the Bible in context. Yeah. We went through all the lenses. If you haven't seen those videos, They're go so back good. and watch them. And last week, Brad Gray was on the podcast with us. He killed it. I'm still trying to um, just... Yeah. I don't even know <laughs> what to exactly say. Yeah. Like, it was just like, boom. Was like, Man, I wish I could put words to it, but it, it's awesome. Well, and even like, we got to chat with him after we stopped recording and like a part of me was like, oh man, we should still be rolling. Like yeah. it was just, what's so beautiful about it is that he started this probably like what, 15, 20 years back, actually studying the Bible in context. And the beauty of it is that now he just like talks like, oh yeah. And then blah, blah, blah. And it's like these truth bombs that are like hitting us. Yeah. Just casually in conversation. Yeah. And he's just... like, so anyways, I'm going to tell you this thing that's going to completely change everything you've ever thought about no this kidding. certain thing. And then we're like. 
He's wild. like, yeah. So, so <laughs> it's really cool. So if you it haven't seen all those, go back through there. Yeah. We did like six episodes mm-hmm. uh, over Brad's book and then just kind of kept moving. And then we had Brad on here. It was awesome. And so this week we wanted to follow that up with, because here, here's the understanding that Jordan and I came to when we mm-hmm. were talking about what should we record on the podcast this week is it's awesome to get revelation from scripture. I mean, I, I think that everything that we do, any anything that comes into our life has to be measured against scripture because yeah. if, it, if it's not balanced in there and you can't find the, in God's character, if you can't find what, what you're feeling, what you're hearing inside the nature of God, then it's probably not God that's mm-hmm. telling you to do any of that stuff. Yeah. And so it's good to have that revelation, but but what about those moments where you're not reading scripture, you're not doing anything, and and then all of a sudden this profound idea just hits you out of nowhere. Like maybe you're just sitting in your living room meditating mm-hmm. on something and then boom, this this revelation from the word just hits you and it's like, "Man, what do I what do I do with mm-hmm. that?" Because I think that it's it's important to understand that the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is always speaking, yeah. right? And that we are supposed to pray without ceasing, which mm-hmm. means meditating on the Lord at all times. Like I'm not, you you can't sit there for 24 hours a day and just read the Bible, yeah, you know, not yeah, sleep, I, I not mean. do anything else. But what happens in those moments where um, your your revelation, when it mm-hmm. becomes reality, when the Lord shows you. Uh, a biblical truth and then puts it in a way that you can understand it just like when Jesus spoke in parables in in the you know in the gospels and so what happens when that revelation of the gospel becomes real and i think um it this also ties into Aubrey because i know you and i were talking about it earlier this week how um i've been reading james and we were talking about james chapter 5 right was it cha- james chapter 5 the um Verses that I was going through with you. Do you yeah, remember? the double-minded. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the double-minded thing. I looked up what it meant in Greek, and of course, it is a word I am not even going to try to say, but it's on Bible Hub, so you can look it up. Yeah. Um, Boom. And it actually meant. I, I was reading more on what this Greek word meant, and it pretty much meant spiritual schizophrenia. Okay. And so what I've realized here is that so many Christians live a double life. Okay. Mm. So they re- like what Aubrey was talking about earlier, pray without ceasing. Who can even do that, right? So let's not even worry about it. That's not what it is. Like, it's not this. That's yeah. not praying without ceasing. It's fully being aware of the Lord with you always, and you live your life with him always. Mm. And if you don't do that, there's the chances of living a double life, right? To where you're going to church on a Sunday because it's what you need to do as a good Christian. And, you know, when you're around these friends, you're very godly, very good. I mean, you will gossip a little bit, but it's just to pray for the person. What's the big deal? And then, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that so many times. And Gossiping is okay yeah. if it's for prayer reasons. And then you go to work and you are totally different. Yeah. Than you were on Sunday because now you're with your work friends and your work friends. I mean, they cuss a little. I mean, pretty negative, right? When someone walks out the door, they start talking about them, and you just blend right in, right? So that so many of us have that in our lives, and it's like, you know, you hate it about yourself. Like I've been that way. I'm like, I hate this, Lord. Like, why does it have to be like this? It doesn't have to be like this, and 
I know this kind of went off on a tangent a little bit, but whenever you were talking about like pray without ceasing, I really believe that that's the importance to where we're not living this double-minded life where we're tossed to and fro with the waves and the wind. And um, it's just so important that we're aware of God, that we are with him. And then it yeah. goes, this does segue into what we're going to talk about. Yeah, well, because I think that people like prayer it, you know, we, we do formal prayers before you eat meals yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, when you're at church on Sundays, there are formal times of prayer. But I think that you need to understand that that prayer is literally just communing with the Lord. And you can do that at all times, anytime. It doesn't matter if you're at work, in the car. Uh, it doesn't even matter if there's a room full of people. You can still mm-hmm. be talking to the Lord. And it, it the, people aren't going to sit there looking at you like, well, what the heck is going on? It's like, dude, I'm... I'm just talking. I'm just talking to the Lord, even if it's like under your breath, and just be like, "Lord, thank you, thank you for another day." Each day's not guaranteed, so I'm thankful for this one. You know what this reminds me of? Our friend Thad. He was on the podcast with his wife for two episodes. Thaddeus. He is one of those people, yeah. and he is spending time with the Lord. Okay, and yeah. he's in a room with a lot of people, and you just hear him. <laughs> with Zach told that story. This Zach, our other friend, was talking to him outside right and then Zach's like yeah let's go in it looks like the girls are done making dinner and then he looks at that and dad's like yeah but he's like yeah. talking to the lord <laughs> like yeah that's he just amazing. looks up to the sky and he's like yeah like <laughs> nobody's talking to this dude i mean well in in the natural <laughs> nobody's talking to this dude and he just looks he's just like yeah and like, that does do it that. all the time and it's so cool and i hope he's watching this because oh then he's gosh. probably I'm like, Dad, what in the world? No. Yeah, anytime um, he calls you. But yeah. he, and he was talking about this book he read about this guy. And this man, he wasn't this giant, like, pastor, preacher that everyone knew of. It was a man that was like a chef. And he wrote a book or had someone write a book for him. I can't remember. But Dad was telling me that he spends time with the Lord all day. He's cooking for food for people, doing this, doing that, right? Like, it doesn't look like it when you step back, but he lives the life of someone who communes with the Lord all mm. day, every day. And, like, that spoke to me so much more yeah. than, like, oh, man. It's just the simplicity and the beauty of how we were meant to live and how we were created to be with the Lord in constant communion with Him. Yeah. So why don't why don't you just dive in on just, like, kind of touch on the, the, the hummingbird thing yes. that... We're, we're super obsessed with birds around the Anderson house. We're like mostly 60. hummingbirds. <laughs> yeah, mostly hummingbirds. We have two feeders like up everywhere. And like Jordan talks to them oh, like like them. they're pets, you know. And I'm literally like, like, Hi little angel. Yeah. They they come out to the window today and then she like she'll take off running like toward the toward the window, like the ice cream trucks outside, you know. <laughs> it's so much better than ice cream. Yeah. And so we and there we have there's like two or three of them that come every yeah. day and so it's cool. So the Lord in the midst of, right, we were talking about when when revelation meets reality is oftentimes the Holy Spirit will whisper mm-hmm. things to you that will show you images or, or however the Lord speaks to you um, of what you're actually looking at in the natural, in reality, and he'll give you revelation through it. And that's where that's where this comes in is the story of the hummingbird because yeah. we were literally, look, Jordan was in her prayer time looking out the window, looking at a hummingbird at the feeder. And so I let me back it up a little bit and talk about in March. I was just spending time with the Lord and I heard him vaguely just a little thing. I wrote it down because I heard it go by a hummingbird feeder. I'm like, okay, anyways, you know, and I wrote that down and I didn't do anything about it for a week. And then one night it was like nine o'clock and I told Aubrey, I was like, 
Aubrey, I totally forgot. The Lord wants us to go buy a bird feed, like a, um, a hummingbird feeder. So we went to Walmart and went and got a hummingbird feeder. And the funny part is we didn't see no stinking hummingbird for like a month. Yeah. people and so i was like lord was that's annoying. just rude because i set up the hummingbird feeder right by the window where i sit at this table like to spend time with the lord and i'd look out the window and i had this picture in my head there's gonna be a hummingbird it's gonna be amazing yeah not one for a whole month and then i will never forget the first time i saw a hummingbird out of, uh, and i guys it she might cried. be weird yes i did i did you don't have, yeah, you don't have to say it might be weird and try to explain like you cried it's okay I did. <laughs> I was like, she did. Oh my yeah. gosh, why are you so cute with your little fluttery wing? It was amazing. Yeah. And so, straight up tears. Um, I saw this hummingbird, not every day for sure. I saw it maybe two times a week. There was one time where I was a little worried because I didn't see her for like two weeks, you know? And so, it was really we are, weird. We are also assuming genders on these birds too. Cause well, because most hummingbirds that are females look a little plain and. Precious Angel looks a little plain. Oh, yeah. She's a little brown. Yeah, and then there's a cool green one that comes by. Yeah, Yeah. and he's probably the boy. But Anyway, go ahead. So every time she came to, and she was only there for a little bit, but whenever she, like anytime she was there, like I was, guys, I was taking it all and I stopped doing anything and I would watch her and I would get emotional. And I'm like, Jordan, this is really weird. You shouldn't do this anymore. Um, And then one day, like she wasn't there for a while. And I remember thinking this thought, if she knew, I wonder if she knew how bad I wanted her to come and drink of the nectar, pretty much, would she? Like, if she knew how bad I wanted her to be there so I could watch her and, like, pretty much be with her, would she? And I remember thinking, like, that's really weird, Jordan, moving on. And I just went on with life. But then um, one morning I was sitting there with the Lord, and the Lord is like, you're the hummingbird to me. And I'm you, right? So it's like putting the Lord where I was, sitting at this table watching this hummingbird, being totally amazed whenever the hummingbird would be there mm. drinking of what we have prepared for it. Wow. Right? And so I heard the Lord say that you are my precious hummingbird. When you come and I, I'm excited and fulfilled by your closeness, and then you leave as fast as you came. I remember thinking that anytime the hummingbird would come, she would leave so fast. I'm like, oh, really? Already? Because I knew she wouldn't be back till tomorrow or later. And then I heard the Lord say to pause, stay with me, drink of me longer, linger. If you truly knew how I felt, wouldn't you stay longer? And guys, I was literally a mm. mess because I was like, of course I would. Like, And so I'm not even kidding. After that day, after that morning I had with the Lord, that hummingbird has come every single day and totally hangs out. Like we get to like watch this hummingbird on top of two others that we figured out. There's three of them that come and like, you know, take in the feeder, uh, the, the nectar and stuff. And then they will actually look in the window at us. Like Dude, I was the window reading. can be open. They no, don't I even wasn't. care anymore. No, for real. And my friend was reading about hummingbirds because my hummingbird obsession has spread to some of my friends. Yeah. She read that a hummingbird will actually um, take recognition of the owner of the house that feeds them. And so they will see you if you're outside and their feeder's empty. They will like... Chirp at you. Yeah. Is that, that one not the chirped thing? at us the other night? Yeah. It was low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I just had this amazing encounter with the Lord through that. 
And I've decided to spend more time in his presence, not in my mind, like, oh, I need to get a little bit here because I know I need to drink yeah. of what the Lord has for me. Every single day, I'm going to be consistent. But I'm going to take it and I'm going to go. I got a lot of stuff mm. to do. I would think of things I got to do for our job, you know, and things yeah. like that. And the Lord, and I have been, I promise you guys, once I, I took this revelation and it became a reality in my life to where I sat and I spent more time with the Lord, I set my alarm to wake up an hour earlier um, and I just sit and spend time with him. And I'm telling you right now, the revelations the Lord's been giving me just far outweighs my quick times with the Lord that I had. Because, I mean, I was faithful to come for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but like drinking in yeah. what he has. Well, and I think that the the cool thing that you were sharing with me beforehand was just like we we prepare. We went and bought the feeders. We bought the liquid that goes in them for the hummingbirds. And we prepared all of this in advance so that they could come and just feast on it. Yet they were just coming and going. Yeah, and it's and, like, and, don't you, know, you and if you guys, Yeah, if you guys have ever been around the hummingbird, like they'll literally come in. And there's this one feeder that we have that's got little fake flowers. There's like maybe four or five of them all mm-hmm. around. And the hummingbirds will come and they'll stick their little beaks in all, all four or five of them just really quick. Boom, 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 boom. And then they take off. And then they're done. And it's gone. And and they won't come back like for a long time. Or or even now we've seen they'll fight over it to where one they of them's totally in there. Fight. And I'm sitting here going, that's even more revelation about the body of Christ because one of us, you know, we'll have fellow brothers and sisters in the kingdom that will be drinking of what the Lord has for them. Mm-hmm. And then we're literally like, hey, you know, get up, you know, that should be for me. Lord, why yeah. aren't you doing that for me? And and I I never even realized that the way that the Lord could take a simple just day in the life of a hummingbird and show us, man, we are slackers. Because mm-hmm. he's he's prepared. The the Bible tells us, right? David says that you've prepared a table before me mm-hmm. in the presence of my enemies. And like when we think about that, a royal spread back in the day for a king's palace would have been a giant table, mm-hmm. you know, prepared with all sorts of foods, just anything. You could grab anything that yeah. that you want and you would just eat your fill. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is literally sitting here in the midst of that saying, Jordan, I see you the same way that, that I look at, at you is the same way that you look at that hummingbird and it's like, I've prepared all this for you, but you're just coming and going. Mm-hmm. And I was just, oh my gosh. And, like, and you even wrecked. think, well, the first time we even filled the hummingbird feeder, we filled it to the brim. Yeah. Right? We did. And we're like, yeah. I was like, because there, there's going to be a party over yeah. here at our house. Like all the hummingbirds are going to be. They're like, oh, you know, oh, yeah. this is good stuff. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> they didn't drink. I'm like, yeah. there's so much for you. Why? Yeah. And like. I'm sure they don't realize, like, oh, you can see right here that it's going down slowly whenever I drink it. Like, they don't see that. They just go and they drink of it and they and they go on with life. But it's like us, as the ones that filled the feeder for them, are watching and being like, oh, my gosh, there's so much more. Why are you not taking in everything wow. I have for you? Yeah. And that's exactly what the Lord says to us every single day. We get so caught up in what we need to do, this, that, and the other, our tasks and our to-do lists, that we miss out on this deep, deep revelation that the Lord has for us. And honestly, Aubrey, like I've heard people say that they don't have the time and it's really like, it's hard for me to take that. Yeah. 
because the Lord has so much. And um, mm. if your life is too busy to spend time with your creator, that's the reason why we live. Um, it's things need to be let go. Yeah, absolutely. Because we have to make our first priority our first priority. Yeah. And if our first priority is not the Lord, then we need to recheck yeah. our hearts and start from the top with the Beatitudes that we talked about and work our way back up. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just not... Well, and, and I I, th- I even think about, too, is just the simple fact that we we filled this up with expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're like, man, the Lord the Lord told us to get a hummingbird feeder. <laughs> we had no idea it was yeah. going to turn into this. Had, had no idea. No, had no idea. And, and so, and, and I think Brad even touched on it last week. He said, crisis of faith happens mm-hmm. when your expectations and reality don't line up. Yeah. And so we were even we were even talking about that uh, a minute ago, but literally it took like a month of us having that bird feeder and it staying full before the hummingbirds even came. And th- there were so many times, you know, how many times we would just look out the window at that bird feeder and the the liquid was still all the way to the top. It was there wasn't any hummingbirds coming, and so I'm sitting here going, like I'm not. Jordan even made all this up. The Lord there. never said anything. She's crazy. <laughs> There were legit cobwebs. Yeah. Yeah. There were more spiders <laughs> on the bird feeder oh. developing than the birds that were actually coming. And and so we're I'm sitting here going, okay, well, our expectation was, well, God said this, right? And yeah. so we're gonna go get this bird feeder. We got it really Jordan picked out this one. It's like we oh, got it's, the it's expensive so one. <laughs> yeah, because we're like top notch. If the Lord said to do it, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get the good one. All right. And so we we filled it up, and it took forever. And I'll never forget the first time that I saw a hummingbird at that feeder. I was just good, like it was like yes, it was amazing because it waited so. Like I was literally sitting here thinking, a month. Sometimes when the Lord tells us to do things, it's not that results are supposed to happen right away. And I think that's where we get in trouble with a lot of the theology that we teach today. Is like, well, if God's if God's the one that's orchestrating that to happen in your life, then you're, there should be instant fruit. That's that's not necessarily true. Not true, and it's not biblically true either. <clears throat> if you look up any any, let's talk about Abraham. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Abraham. Let let's let's talk about let's talk about Moses. Let's talk about yeah. Joseph. Let's let's talk about anybody. In, in, <laughs> anybody. Why and do we think? It I don't know. Fast? I don't know. But there's a, there's a, a broken branch of theology there's that something. that that says like, oh well, you know, if God's in this, then it's going to be successful and it's going to work out and everything's going to line up the way that it's supposed to. I, yeah, I would beg to differ, and and I would even say that that we bought a really nice hummingbird sure feeder and and we bought a big old jug of that. Sure that hummingbird uh-huh. liquid stuff because yeah. we're like man there's there's gonna be there's gonna be a hummingbird party at our house every day every night but yo. yeah because the lord told us to do this and yeah. then the reality is <laughs> there was nothing there was nothing for like a whole month like jordan said there's a whole family of spiders <laughs> living on it and i'm just like <laughs> my my expectation was hummingbird party the reality was family of spiders but Eventually, we took the hummingbird feeder down, cleaned off all the spiders. We're like, "Get out of here! This is for hummingbirds." And then they they came. Now there's like three of them. 
and whenever you're talking earlier, Aubrey, like I really and truly believe you're talking about what branch broke off to where all of a sudden theology was when the Lord asked you to do something and you do it. Oh, bam! Like it's a bar, it's a bird party. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, I just think that the American way is the microwave way. Um, it's the McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. I'm getting my burger in two minutes. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah, but we've turned that into a theology. And I, that has happened because people haven't been in their Bible, and it's be, it's begun it, it's it's driving past a house <laughs> like you said. Okay, I gotta talk about this. So Aubrey and I like we're not fans of the name it proclaim it kind of what is it, what's the thing called the prosperity gospel. Yes. Okay, and so it's like I'm not gonna see like a Maserati and be like, mm, Jesus name, that is mine. And believe like next week, I'm going to have me a Maserati. Okay. And so yeah. Aubrey, we were driving past these houses in Oklahoma city and Aubrey's like, what did you say? <laughs> no, I just, I just, put my, I just, put, it was a joke. No, but it was funny. But, it. No, I just put my hand out toward the house. Cause Jordan was like, Oh my gosh, all these, these homes houses. are beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, it's probably like a multi-million dollar neighborhood or whatever we were just cruising through it and like i literally just put my hand out toward it like this and i said lord i receive it no and aubrey's like this is when i wish the prosperity gospel was real <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but yeah that's legit where like and i promise you if if you give me scriptures that say you name this and you proclaim it therefore it's yours just because you want it I will show you it in proper context where that does not actually become the truth of what yeah. that scripture means. And I'm not saying that in a prideful way because I promise you I went through a time where that was a theology I believed in. I believed in it 100%. Even though I didn't actually see any of the fruits of it, but I yeah. still believed in it. Well, I think it's I think it's important to understand that, you know, that there are certain there are certain scriptures that, that point to that. And we have to have faith, right? Without faith, oh, of course. it's impossible yeah. to please God. But I think the, the thing that having faith toward the things of God, mm -hmm. right? Like I want to have faith on laying hands on the sick and they will recover. I want to have faith on, you know, speaking to mountains and telling them, yeah. telling them to move and they will move in Jesus name and everything being covered yeah. under the blood of Christ. Absolutely. But I think where it gets crazy is like when people are sitting there materialistic things that God cares nothing about. God doesn't really care about the size of your house and mm -hmm. or or how fancy your car is or anything mm -hmm. like that. And a lot of times that theology gets mixed around to where people are all like, ooh, I want that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that God's desire is for me to have that. And so I'm going to step out in faith and name it and proclaim it. And then it's going to be mine, which... None of that stuff has anything to do with the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, in that moment, I said... It was so I, funny, guys. I was like, yeah, I wish I wish that that would work because that house is pretty awesome. Um, but anyway... I'm, I'm trying to find something because I was reading in James, like I said earlier, and it was yeah. talking about prayer, what true prayer is. And I think some of the times we feel like prayer is kind of us begging to ask the Lord to give us something that we think we need. And if we pray enough, like he's going to stop going, hmm, and be like, well, you have prayed 500 times. I guess I'll give it to you. That's not what prayer is. It's like aligning our hearts and our minds with the will of God and yeah. being like, Lord, I want your will. Because I promise you there was, even in our life, I heard the Lord say clearly, I'm going to give you a home. Okay. 
And that wasn't prosperity like, oh, I want a home. I'm going to name it, proclaim it. That's my home. Yeah. I heard what the Lord said. So I went with that and we believed in mm-hmm. faith, right? And so there's such a different way, you know, to believe that. If, if it's the Lord's will for you to have that Maserati and you heard the Lord say it, which I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what a Maserati look like, looks like. Yeah. But if you heard the Lord say it, okay. But if you just really want one, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the, the ways I said okay? That should have explained. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, you're, you're exactly right because I think that I think that what hair what what prayer helps you do right is mm-hmm. it helps you get into alignment to where you want what God wants and not just what you want, and so that's why that revelation of of the the hummingbird like what we were talking about a second ago mm-hmm. is so powerful it's like the, the see the the hummingbird if it were like the modern day americans right like we'd come and we'd drink our fill because it's like oh well, we got to get this we got to get this or it might run out right like if, mm-hmm. it, if it's fear based i need to take this yeah. in before it's gone they just come right and they come and they drink a little bit and then they go and they do a, but god is like literally saying i have these deep wells mm-hmm and, and if you'll just come hang out with me and you'll just come be with me, it's not about what I can do for you. It's about what I can do in you. Mm-hmm. And whenever you care about what's in you more than what God can do for you, yeah. then prosperity <laughs> doesn't mean anything because I would rather um, my soul be prosperous than my bank account. Mm. Well, I love that so much. That that kind of goes into, I forgot to read this to you a few days ago. It was a Chuck. Um, Chuck Charles. If this, if this isn't scripted, we can't read it. Let's pause for a second. I have to talk to my husband about about his attitude. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No, but like hear this, Ari. Like it's yeah. so good. Okay. Um, this is just a quote from um, Spurgeon. It's Charles Spurgeon, right? Okay. So the here Spurge. we go. It's talking about that month of Aubrey and I waiting for the hummingbirds to come pretty much. Yeah. And so what what are you waiting for? So think about that while I read this. A man to whom it was given to wait for a reward keeps up his courage. And when he has to wait, he says, it's no more than I expected. I never reckoned that I was to slay my enemy at the first blow. I never imagined that I was to capture the city as soon as I dug the first trench. I reckoned upon waiting. And now... That is come, and I find that God gives me the grace to fight on and wrestle on mm-hmm. till the victory shall come. And patience saves a man from a great deal of haste and folly. Patience. Did you see how his expectations were aligned with what the Lord had for him? Mm-hmm. I never expected that in one blow my enemy would go down. I never expected to take over this city when I had just started this first step. And it's aligning ourselves in the will of God and aligning ourselves, just spending time with the Lord. Mm. Um, hang on, that reminds me of this too. Um, right here. Sometimes indeed the very hope of the coming of the Lord has seemed to increase impatience rather than patience. Oh, to be patient in fellowship with God. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that good? Wow. And I think that the thing that is really cool about that is too is sometimes... And I mean, you guys have probably all seen it shared on social media and everything like that. It's like we, as Christians, we're always so busy pointing out things like, oh, this is this is the Antichrist. This is the enemy. This is blah, 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 blah. And I think a lot of times it's more 
we get more focused on the on the enemy than we get focused on the Lord. And for me, I want to be finding contentment, like mm-hmm. what, like what Paul would say, in the midst of the prison, in, in the midst of a dungeon, as as my dad used to preach, standing knee deep in my own feces, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's nasty. The 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 Roman prisons were disgusting, and yet he can say that I have all that I need, and he can say that I am content because. I know that in all seasons, right, God, you know, mm-hmm. nothing is impossible with God. And so when when the Lord is literally was showing you that peace, Jordan, of, of the, the hummingbird, mm-hmm. like I just imagined, uh, you know, like the ocean. Because of the liquid that's in the bird feeder and all this stuff is like it's liquid, it draw me to the ocean. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, we, we come in to the ocean and you know like like kids will just run into the ocean and they'll go in those little bitty waves will just hit them and they think it's fun you know you turn your back to the waves Mm -hmm. and it hits you and then you can either run into the water as it's receding and then you try to outrun it like coming back up but literally what I pictured in the midst of that was like God is saying dude you're you're playing on the beach Mm -hmm. and, and you're chasing the waves as they leave and then you're running from them as they come in. When I have all of this, mm-hmm. I have the entire ocean prepared for you if you'll come into it with me. And we we get too tied up on, you know, staying staying in just dipping, boom, 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 out. When the Lord's like, dude, I, I have all this. I have such an overwhelming amount of things for you. Like literally, I mean, if you try to go swim in the ocean, you go out too deep and you, you're you not in a boat, you don't have a life preserver, you're going to drown, mm-hmm. right? Like the, 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 the ocean will literally swallow you up. And God's literally saying, I have all of this in my presence and come get it. And that's what just wrecked me is just because like even I sit there and think about it and I'll I'll even have thoughts like, man, I, I just need to go spend time with the Lord. Why can't we just get to a place where we stop right there? Mm-hmm. As and soon as not that like, thought well, tomorrow hits. I'll start yeah. that. Or... Lord, I, I promise, I, you know, I didn't give you the hour that I normally give you today, so I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to do two hours tomorrow. Is It's not about that. It's just about mm-hmm. disconnecting from the thoughts that you have in that moment and literally get in. Mm-hmm. get in because he didn't say you know there is that one section of the bible where it says go go into your to your room and shut the door you know and all this stuff and spend time with the lord mm-hmm. but i believe that if the holy spirit is is alive and active and constantly guiding and directing us all the time it doesn't matter where we are what location it just can i turn off the fears and in the events in the to-do list that i have right now to literally unplug and say, all right, Lord, what, what is it that you have for me right here, right now? Um, I'm, I'm leaving everything else behind. I'm letting go of the agenda. Let's talk. Hmm. That reminds me of something I read um, today, and I kind of want to ask a question after I, after I read it. Um, 
But it says our in- our inheritance is like the inheritance of Aaron and the inheritance of the psalmist, you know, and all people in the Bible, which is the gift of God himself. Hmm. Since God gives himself to us now, our inheritance begins here and now. And I want to ask the question, like, why will we not receive? Because, I mean, if anything's the ocean and beyond, that's the inheritance that is God because he's omnipresent, omniscient, all the omni. All the the omnis. And this is beautiful, too, because right after that it says we cannot experience this inheritance unless we're born again. Mm -hmm. And so here's an example. Um, so let's just say, man, you know, a man that's not saved does not have the capacity to enjoy this inheritance. Okay. It would be like rewarding a blind man by showing him the most beautiful sunset or taking him to an art museum. Mm. Mm. That was a, like, are we like that? Some of us. I think it's a powerful picture to think that we look at paintings and we're like, oh my gosh, that's the most beautiful painting that I've ever seen. But imagine where the artist was standing and seeing that in real life versus seeing his mm-hmm. replication. Oh, because even on, of the even same when you thing. take a picture on your phone, you're blown away by something, and you take a picture, yeah. you're like, "What the heck? This is not even half the splendor that mm-hmm. I just saw before I took this picture." It's crazy to think about. So, where yeah, we're here <laughs> when revelation meets reality, and what I love about this is literally. The, the vision of the hummingbird, literally this was like one sentence that came from the Lord mm-hmm. to Jordan and just wrecked everything. Mm-hmm. And it even wrecked you. It wrecked me. Yeah, and I was just an innocent bystander, not hurting anyone. And then you got hit with and it. And then just bam. And, but see, that's, that's amazing. And so like what I want to say is as we end the podcast today is just come to the Lord expecting that revelation because when that revelation meets reality your life changes you can have revelation at church and and maybe your pastor will will say something that you're just like oh man i I, yeah that's good Mm -hmm. i need to write that down but when the lord shows you something and draws it into reality and shows you a picture of exactly what his love is doing to you just just like the hummingbirds here at our house you, you don't get to leave the room unchanged. You, you don't yeah. get to leave the presence of the Lord that's, unchanged. That's the thing. Unchanged. That, yeah, because that's how you know. Yeah. Has your revelation that the Lord's given you become your reality? Well, have you changed? Mm-mm. Oh, well, oh, that was I'm, supposed I'm, to be a... Um, yeah. That, that was a rhetorical question? Yeah. Think about <laughs> it. Think about it. Huh. No. So we had a whole lot more, but this... this oh. Yeah, this time actually just got away from us because, like, when, man, when the Lord's stirring this stuff and showing you pictures yeah. of, of hummingbirds and you're just trying to tell the story, um, th- this, is, this is what happens. Like, literally that one little segment of what the Lord said to Jordan just completely wrecked this house. But here's the thing. We have, we have more to this, and so I guess we're just going to have to split it off and, and do more next week mm-hmm. um, because Let's the Lord do is actually doing some stuff in me, too, that mm-hmm. I was sharing with Jordan about the gospel and just about... Um, just about his love for us and what he's already done for us. And so we're going to save that for the next podcast. But thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us today. We hope that that it was a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we hope that, that you learned something. And I, I just pray today, right now, in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit begins to show you 
the same revelations that, that he's been showing to us and that you go and get your own mm-hmm. and that he makes it personal and, it, and it's aimed specifically for you in due season so that mm-hmm. he's drawing you into that relationship. Amen. That's but good. yeah, we will see you next week right here. Same time, same place. Bye.